0: Welcome to Gapology Radio Podcast with authors Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff. We can
1: be reached at Gapology.org and our books can be found at Amazon.com.
0: Buddy, before we get started, I'd like to mention that we do offer workshops for teams of all sizes, plus we're working on a certification program for individuals as well. For more information, head on over to our website, Gapology.org. We also have a new email address we're using if you want to get in touch with us, we're using contact at gapology.org. That's contact at gapology.org. Send an email over to us and we'll get right back to you. All right, let's get this podcast rolling this week and give martinez a call. Hey, Brian. Hey, Mark. How are you this week? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What's going on?
1: Uh, just hanging out in California.
0: Yeah? Yeah, no travels this week, huh? No travels. Yeah, good. Good. Nice to stay home for a while. Yeah, beautiful hair. Yeah. So what thoughts around Gapology do you have this week?
1: Well, I think we need to cover the action gap. Yeah, we probably should. Um, so we've talked recently about the knowledge gap and the importance gap, but uh, that leaves the action gap. And Gapology is a process used to create action. So it's all about and it leads up to uh, the action gap. So I thought we'd cover that today. How's that sound?
0: Yeah, sounds perfect.
1: All right. Let me jump right in then. So. Closing the action gap is the key to great performance. And it really is the culmination of everything you work on in Gapology. Think about this. So you close the knowledge gap uh, in your team so they know what to do and how to do it. You close the importance gap in your team. They know why it matters. They know when it must be done, but it's still not being done. That's the action gap. So the action gap is very serious. And it takes some serious root solutions to close it. So I thought we would talk about those today. Uh, It's often, it's not the biggest gap, because if you've done a great job with the knowledge gap and the importance gap, you've often created action. But by the time you get to the action gap, it's often the most serious gap, and it's one of the most difficult to close. It may mean that you have serious behavioral issues on the team. It may mean that you have leadership issues in yourself or with other leaders. So it, it takes some it takes some work to to get it closed when, when you get to that point. So there's there's three root solutions that we identify in the book Gapology to close the action gap, and th- those are accountability, commitment, and culture. So I'm going to briefly touch on those three and talk about how to, how to create those. Uh, how's that sound, Brian?
0: Yeah, it sounds good. So accountability really really
1: starts with the leader. And we talked about in the importance gap that the leader has to set clear expectations and then follow up. That's a missing art today. We see more and more examples where even if clear expectations are set, the leader doesn't follow up. Follow up is so key. So don't forget that piece. Uh, the, other, the other piece we see often as a gap here under accountability is keeping score. Metrics matter. Metrics predict and show behavior. So if you're scoring your team effectively, you know if they're taking action. It's right in front of you. So don't assume that the metrics lie. <laughs> they, they, they generally don't generally tell quite a story, and the metrics, the numbers, uh, do tell whether action's being taken. Um, The other big piece here is when you've got to the point where you've closed the knowledge gap and importance gaps with your teams, you have transferred ownership to the team to take action. So it is up to them now. It is up to them now, and that's why one of the root solutions is accountability. This is real. Let's do this. Let's get it done. Uh, we've 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 got all the tools we need to complete it. Let's let's just do it now. Uh, thoughts or comments, Brian?
0: Yeah, yeah, Mark. I think um, with accountability, this is kind of a tricky thing. A lot of people think accountability is writing people up, um, yelling and screaming, things like that. That would demean the, the employee or, or bring them down and, and so many times that, that actually works against the leader.
1: Oh, that's so true and often it, that's not what's needed. I had a boss once that created great accountability by simply asking the same three questions every week. By knowing those three questions were going to be asked, they shaped the behavior of the entire team for the entire week. He created accountability with three questions he was predictable he had set clear expectations so accountability is something that great leaders know how to create and can create if you're keeping score you're creating accountability if you're following up you're creating accountability so there's so many ways to go after this so that's a great point brian it's It could get to the point where you would take disciplinary action, but often it's not needed. Often it's simply basic leadership that creates accountability. The next root solution is is commitment. If the leader shows great commitment, the team will generally fall in line and follow that lead and be committed. The leader's commitment matters. If the leader's very casual about results, and about achieving action, the team will be as well. So often the leader's commitment, which everyone sees, by the way, it's pretty evident. Right, yeah. For any of you that think you're hiding out there, no, your team sees you. (laughs) They, They know what matters to you. They know what doesn't matter to you. So your commitment is always on showcase. So show a high level of commitment, express a high level of commitment and your team will have commitment when you uh, when you interview people to join the team and when you interview people to be promoted within the team you should be looking for commitment commitment to the things you believe in uh, people that are committed to the things will often uh, be committed to the things that matter to you as well so commitment not only on your behalf but as a, as a trait in the people that you look for, that you promote, and that you bring to the team, is a big deal. And commitment creates action. Thoughts on that, Brian?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think um, um, when you set great expectations and you create accountability, the next piece to that really is commitment. They really build on top of each other.
1: Yeah, exactly. So the last piece, and one of the biggest ones, is culture. So Gallup did a study. And they found that top performers do not like to work on teams where the team is not committed to performing. Top performers like to surround themselves with other performers, people that get the job done, people that care, people that give that extra effort. So as leaders, it's our job to create a culture of action, to create a team of people committed to getting to getting the job done to getting the job done right. So this is all about the action gap. And great leaders have a culture of action. It's really a mindset. And it all starts again with the leader. Everything does. But it all starts with the leader. Do you as a leader have a mindset of action? And, uh, you know, are you predisposed to that? Do you demonstrate that in your own leadership? Creating a culture of action, if you're taking over a broken team, may simply be shifting the mindset. Brian and I could give you so many examples of underperformers, individuals that were underperforming, or teams that were underperforming, where when the leader changed, everything changed. And the underperformers on that team, you may call them C players on an A, B, C scale. C players became A players because of a culture of action. They suddenly were part of a team where action and performance were expected. They were part of this culture and culture creates an energy that others gravitate to and true underperformers will run away as quickly as possible. They don't want to be part of this culture of action. It's too much work. (laughs) So the culture of action is a big deal. And it's a, it's a mindset change for some teams, a mindset change for some leaders, but it changes everything. So at the end of the day, action is created through leaders creating accountability, leaders demonstrating commitment and requiring that from, from their team, and leaders creating a culture of action and really... Uh, energizing that culture to where everybody wants to be part of that. And that creates a top-performing team. So that's the action gap, Brian.
0: Yeah, you know, something I was thinking about with culture here. So culture is always being created. So if you are a strong leader, if you're a winning leader, you create a, a culture intentionally. You create a winning culture. Um, if, if you don't, culture is created without you. And oftentimes that culture isn't what you are looking for. Um, sometimes if you don't step up and be the leader, somebody else in the organization will, um, it, it's something that that's always happening, it's fluid, um, you really have to have intent with everything with culture, I think. You know, as the kind of the last root solution in Gapology, I think everything that you do throughout the knowledge gap, the importance gap, the action gap, it all culminates with culture. Yeah, yeah, so true. Well said. Um, yeah, there's a culture
1: everywhere, and there's a culture on every team. And again, whether you want it to be or, or not, there is a culture So an underperforming team has a culture likely of underperformance. It's there. Uh, So leaders often will inherit an underperforming team and they have to change that culture. Likely it's changed through their leadership initially, but then it's also changed by changing the culture of the individual one at a time. But yeah, there's a culture there one way or the other. And the culture that we're looking for is a culture of action. Because that culture of action creates great performance. And Gapology is all about action and all about great performance. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting, too, that, you know, we've said the knowledge gap, you know, who owns the knowledge gap? You know, we do as leaders. You know, we can't blame others if, if they don't know what to do and how to do it. You know, the, the importance gap, who owns the importance gap? We do as leaders. You know, we can't blame them if they don't know why or, or when something needs to be done. The action gap... You know, you, you said earlier that we, you know, this is where we transfer ownership. Um, and, you know, some of these elements, yeah, we still own. We still own creating accountability, commitment, and culture. But this is the part where, you know, we really have to step back and say, okay, now I'm, I, I'm empowering you to take action. And, and oftentimes I see where leaders will, they'll try to fix the action gap by retraining. Or they'll try to fix the importance gap by retraining. You know, re, let's retrain them. Let's recertify them over and over again. When in reality, if they you know stopped and looked at, at the root solutions, they would discover that um, oftentimes the gap isn't um, fixed by retraining. It's not a knowledge gap. It's an important or action gap. Yeah, very true.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know of a great team where some of the players didn't have to go away. Not everybody on the team is up for greatness. It just doesn't work that way. You may be able to assemble a team of great players, but at the end of the day, you as the leader have to create a culture of action and ensure that the team that you have put out there on the field is the right team and that they're as committed as you are and that they you know, take, take action and take the right action. So um, although this one is a transfer of ownership uh, to the team, that leader still owns you know that accountability piece, that commitment piece, and that culture piece, and those, those are those are huge, and they won't come from anyone else. A great uh, great discussion, Brian. Thank you for the time today. We're going to shift gears next week, so look forward to talking to everybody.
0: Yeah, thanks, Mark. Yeah, I think uh, you know we we went through geology pretty quick, and we gave everybody a good foundation. In the future podcast, I think we'll we'll dive a little bit deeper into these and share some other uh, discoveries that we have as well. Okay. Terrific. Thanks, Brian. All right. Thanks, Mark. Have a good week. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Okay. That wraps up another podcast for this week. Remember, if you're interested in having one of our coaches work with your team, check out our website at gapology.org or just send us an email to contact at gapology.org and we'll get back in touch with you. Everyone have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology production. Visit us at gapology.org.